Welcome to the Bamba and Tim podcast time capsule special. This one, we're going to be answering the questions to last year's time capsule. Yeah, we finally did a yearly tradition. Give it up, Bamba and Tim podcast. Wow. That's a that's a big moment there. I mean, we do the yearly Spotify stuff, but uh, that's like more you could just do that whenever, you know. But this one was something that we dedicated. It was Nathan's idea. We dedicated, said, hey, we're going to ask ourselves questions, answer questions, make predictions for next year, and we're going to answer them and do that today. But we kind of fucked up last year because we didn't do any thought process in it. We kind of just freeballed it. And so now we kind of screwed our future selves by having to go through and like write down everything and figure out what we asked each other. We pretty much had no care in the world for future uh, Nathan and Tim. Yeah, fuck you past Nathan and Tim. What the fuck, guys? But yeah, so we had to take notes on it. We had to do everything. And so we're going to be answering last year's, but the format going forward is going to be slightly different. We're going to make it a little bit more structured, make it so we don't have to, you know, scramble to write everything down the next year. We're going to have questions that are planned out and methodical that we're going to answer every single year. Um, but that's not this one. This one is trying to unscramble our mess from last year, uh, which is, it was kind of fun. It was, it kind of worked out. Um, so, um, yeah, it was nice. How, how, how did you feel after listening to the podcast? Because you really wanted to record this one. You were like, let's do it. Yeah, it's actually because when I heard <laughs> the episode, I was like, dang, I really um, forgot, like, you know, all these things we talked about. And it was really, it actually was very cool for me because I don't know if you feel the same way, but I would listen to it and then I'd be like, oh, my gosh, like, I, I can't believe I was thinking that back then you yeah. know what i'm saying like so it was this weird thing where i'm hearing past nathan and tim having a conversation imagining the future and it's like i don't think i've had that experience listening to our podcast before like yeah. i've been able to listen to our old selves but it was always like kind of looking as like a third party but almost having us talk to us now and being like well i think that nathan in law school is going to do this or whatever and it's just like it was a lot. It was actually really fun. Yeah. I think from one my moment that really I think emphasizes that point is when you ask the question, "Oh, I wonder if law school will be easier than high school." And I was like, when you asked that, I wonder what your thoughts are. And now we'll touch on that later. But when I asked that, I was like, "Oh my God, Nathan was in for a rude awakening because I know that this guy got fucked in the ass." You know, <laughs> I think we knew the answer to that question just a few months after that when you slammed all those books on the table. You know what I mean? As soon as you those books were on the table in the ca- kitchen kitchen and stuff, and you had so much homework to do before even entering the school, we knew you were fucked. And so, like, that's why it's like so funny that we were like, "Oh, I wonder if you know, I wonder if the IB program was the same as law school." Like, we sounded like idiots. And so, I think that that was another thing too that um, because we were making predictions. It made us like it, it really I don't know. It just like did put into perspective that was different than the other episodes where it's like because you could instantly like see how far we've came in a year or like all the things that have happened. That yeah, we didn't know about. So, so that's why I think like when we do do our question episode, I think I want to reserve like a 30 second time or a minute time where we can before we ask the question, we're able to talk about it just a little but really briefly, not so it turns into an hour po- podcast yeah but very briefly so that our future selves still have the context you know what i'm saying still because i enjoyed that yeah i just don't know if i'd be wanting to listen to an hour and a half of it every time but <laughs> yeah the a, for- little, a healthy dose was yeah good. the format was fine i think it also would have been a lot easier too if we could have just listened to it and jotted down the answers but instead we didn't even give ourselves the questions that we had you know what i mean yeah that was the biggest problem i think was just have if we have, if we have the questions it's fine. yeah maybe we could do like or we could do like a questions in the beginning and then like after we pose the questions then we just the rest of it we're just talking so then it's almost like our future selves could like log out of the episode right you know what i'm saying like we ask the questions and it's like all right now we can talk about why we asked it, but then... Right, but we also have to answer it, right? Because we answer it then, and then we're going to answer it a year from now, and then we're going to answer it two years from now, right? Like, aren't we answering it too? Yeah, but we're answering it a year after, right? Yeah, I thought we were answering it then and a year after. That that was my impression, but we can figure that out later. We'll so figure it out later, Because this, yeah. this time we answered it a year ago, and we're answering it again today, right? Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, that's true. You know, I thought it was oh, going to yeah. be kind of that format. Oh, we yeah, we, I guess we should do that, huh? Yeah, because it wouldn't make any yeah, sense, because yeah. then the next year, what are we going to do? Ask 10 new questions? Like, I Yeah, don't know. that's true. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. really make sense. Um, this is why uh, we're a good team. 
Yeah. That's why, yeah. Ham and egg. This, yeah. <laughs> All right. So last year, a year ago, um, I think a year ago last week, so we actually are on like a point here too. Uh, today is April 15th um, of 2023. And uh, we started out by talking about our career. And that was kind of interesting. And it was, how much money do you want to be making a year from now, right? Is this, we're on the same page here? Yes. That ran down? Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Um, and it was interesting because you said, I'm not making shit. If Nathan's making, if Nathan's making anything, I'll be fucking stoked. I remember you said that. You're like, yeah. Um, I mean, past Nathan was basically on the money. Like he definitely understood. He was like, oh yeah, law school, you don't make money. And if you are, I don't know how you're getting it. Yeah. I, I, I feel the same way. I think I, I haven't made money in law school. Um, besides uh, during spring break, I did do some Uber Eats and shipped. So I was able to make a couple hundred dollars from that time period. So I was fortunate enough to um, do that during spring break. So technically I didn't make zero dollars, but ver- right. practically speaking, yeah. I didn't know you did Uber Eats during spring break. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I um, remember the white cements, the the Jordans I got. So I was, I was like, dang, I have to like pay this off somehow because <laughs> I like kind of yeah. went lower than I wanted to in my checking account. So I was like, let me just do some Uber Eats. And then... Because you used to do DoorDash, right? Like you used to yeah, do that, so, yeah. yeah. So I was like, might as well. So then, uh, yeah, I was able to actually make it back. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's a ball um, right there. That's a grinder right there. There we go. But It's so funny that you have yeah. a college degree though and you have to like do Uber Eats. Like that kind of sucks. Well, but. and what's even worse is I was kind of talking to one of my professors and he was basically saying that like it's actually very normal that after your 1L your summer job is most of the time going to be unpaid that's what the fuck so on top of that and then so all of us were like that's fucked up that's what now I kind of get why lawyers are like rich snobs because like I feel like I'm learning like there's such a high financial barrier if I was like you know like poor I don't know how I'd be able to make it through law school. Right. Like how the school is already $60,000 a year. Your books are like a thousand per semester. Your bar prep is like another like five to 7,000. You're not working the whole year. You're not working that next summer. When you do start working the next summer after it's like 18 hours, it's like super low. It's a fucked up life. So That's now I'm like, oh, I wonder, now I know why lawyers are so like, now I know why most lawyers, it's like 75% of people in law school, like came from a family that had a lawyer. So it's like basically saying like, you're in here because you have money. And then the 20, other 25% are like, you're the minority. If you don't have a ton of money, you're like, you must be born to be a lawyer and ready to take on like 400,000 in debt. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Anyway. Yeah. That yeah, that is uh you you did get that on the money and so yeah that's cool that you're doing the Uber Eats too I didn't know about that um but yeah for me it was very interesting because I was like oh man I'll be stoked if I get two hundred thousand in sales in 2022 and I am glad to say that I have I have really exceeded that number and so I, I almost doubled that number and so that was uh it w- and sometimes I forget that you know I forget that especially because how Mike and Christine talk about me doing that. They talk about it like I got like 10,000 in sales, you know, so. <laughs> so what was the number? 350. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, last year that was pretty, just a bit over 350. And so, yeah, that was, um, it's 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 nice to hear uh, past him being like, because I forget that, you know, I'm like, for some reason I'm like, you know, I'm in a kind of like a, right now a little bit of a lull at uh, work. Not really a lull, but that, um, you know, it's uh i still have closed like a couple big projects this year but not on like the same trajectory as last year i'd say um but yeah it's just kind of nice to you know know that i did okay and then yeah and i said that i wanted to raise an hourly and i was gonna uh negotiate again um which i ended up actually not doing because i actually ended up playing the long game where i was like why am i gonna try to renegotiate my salary now when i could do it when i'm graduating and get a lot more so I didn't really do that. Um, I had a conversation with them and I didn't even ask for a raise. I just basically told them, hey, I'm going to be graduating and I'm going to be asking for a lot more. So I think that was a better strategy even And too. then how they respond to that? 
they responded fine. It was actually good. Remember, okay. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He yeah. was. Uh, he was. He was actually really cool about it. And so um, he actually said it was expected. And so um, yeah. And I still I have yet to have that conversation. So um, yeah. Uh, this I, this man may be balling a year from now. We we don't know. We'll we'll see what other offers I get from other places because hopefully still might be balling. Hopefully I'll be balling no matter wh- where I end up. You know. But yeah. And then I really was really like I guess a year from now. Um, wanting to leave Digicom. Like that's what I thought was going to happen. But I think that because of last year, how many sales I got, I kind of saw the potential a lot more um, with Digicom. Um, And so now I'm actually leaning more to going full time there and like, you know, staying a year or two at home and just saving up a shit ton of money. And so, um, yeah, that, that's a little bit different than how I was thinking a year ago too, because a year ago I was kind of thinking I would be on my way out of Digicom. Which, I think there, there's a lot of growth there too. Yeah. Still might, yeah. still might be the case, but definitely not, um, right now my top option. So yeah, so mm-hmm. that's, uh, yeah. And so then next we were talking about where we wanted to visit big, big rip to this one. Um, yeah. So basically if you hear last year's time capsule, we sound like <laughs> two different people because we're. <laughs> Talking about Vegas and strippers and getting drunk. Um, I'm sad about that. Didn't happen. I'm sad about that. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that was the episode where Emily said that she'd be cool with you getting a lap dance. Hell yeah, like, brother. Well, and then we were talking about Trinity and then now yeah. RIP to that relationship. So, it feels like it's already been over a year, but that that has ended, but it hasn't even been that long. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, yeah, very sad that the Vegas trip didn't happen, but, you know, Mans was going to go without working for three years, so not much you yeah, could do. Yeah, I remember um, what past Tim and Nathan didn't know was that there was a tough conversation that me and the boys had about, yeah, me not being able to go, and um, I think a big part was just I didn't really expect law school to be so meant for poor people i mean we're, we're all broke walking around this campus we, especially because we were talking about law school like it was going to be similar to high school you remember that like the, in that episode yeah so that like kind of shows the vibe you were at you didn't know how fucked you were gonna get yeah you had no idea how fucked you were gonna no, get not just academically but financially like geez yeah so well that, yeah the academic it's just, it just hard yeah. yeah it's like the vegas trip i really want to do it i still want to do it just probably might have to wait yeah unfortunately because i want it to be good you know what i'm saying like if we want it's like i, I don't want to do like a budget trip and that's yeah that's not fun you know well so. when me now right now is a perfect time to talk to me about this because maybe i would have been a lot more bummed out thinking about this a few weeks ago but when me and uh julian went to the carlsbad we stopped by oceans 11 casino and right now fuck casinos bro i literally spent like 250 bucks right and I didn't even, I was only going to spend like 200 and I spent a little bit more than I was going to. So it was fine. But, um, I just wanted to play, you know what I mean? So I play, I wanted to play poker. I wanted to play blackjack. You know, I just wanted to hang out there. I was probably at the table for an hour and a half with that much money trying to play the cheapest tables possible. You know, it was, I, I just got fucked in the ass. So right now I'm like, fuck casinos, you know? So this is the opposite of Julian to Julian. He, he got fucked in the ass and now he's like, bro, let's go. And I'm just like, bro, what are you talking about? I don't want to go back to a casino for a long time. Like, fuck that, you know? Well, he made it though, right? Well, he was at that. We both got fucked at that casino. And so we both, oh, yeah. Got, but yeah, but he did have a very successful, he did have a very successful win. Yeah. Yeah. We won't talk about that, but yeah. And then we, um, other places we wanted to visit. Oh yeah. I, I wrote down that we were talking about Julian still being with Trinity RIP. That's why I put, I think you said that verbatim. Um, and then I said that I was going to go on study abroad rest in peace um because that one is like yeah that one just snuck up on me i just kind of just didn't get to do it i guess i just wasn't that motivated you know um so that kind of sucked uh and then skydiving and then i refused to answer but that kind of that got freaking that that didn't happen either so yeah so last year i predicted we'd go to vegas and skydive that didn't happen what did happen though was um i did go to cabo last may i went to san francisco last june I went to Big Bear last December, and I went to Disneyland three times this year. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot. And then um, going in this this coming summer, going to Canada, Mammoth, and Hawaii. You guys are going to Hawaii? Yeah, our family. That's so sick. So that's so sick. 
didn't get skydiving Vegas, but we did trade it you off. You guys for travel a lot so of stuff. much. That's so crazy. I know. I I even like sometimes I'm weird out about how much we travel. I'm like, whoa, okay, like, because I, I don't mind not doing it. I mean, I I like traveling, but I don't mind like. You're not the one planning it out. Yeah, I'm not the one like. like yeah. I like traveling in terms of like I'm. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to go to Tokyo with Noah, and I want to go. What would the budget for that trip be? I want to have at least like a thousand each. So a thousand uh, for me. That's cheap for, for Tokyo. Noah. I thought I thought it was gonna be like three thousand. We'll see. Yeah, yeah that's, we'll see. Yeah, that's. Interesting. I know I want to go to. I really want to go like Seoul with her. Where's that? South Korea. Oh. Try some bomb food. Also go to Tokyo with her too. You guys have like the craziest travel things. For me, I'm just. Well, like, that's just what I want to do. I don't. Yeah. You know, it might be a while before it happens, but yeah, yeah, I do want to travel. But when it's with my family, it's like kind of different. Like I, I kind of, I 100% yeah, get you know that. what I'm saying? It's I 100% like, get that. Because it's a different, it's it's not that it's bad. It's just that there's different like personalities and different things you You're can also do. You also have a lot of obligations. It's not yeah. really like, a lot of it is probably, most of it is obligations to your family. So it's definitely a different vibe, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I definitely get that. It's so funny because my mom and my dad both do not understand that at all, which I think is just something about being a parent, you know? Yeah, that's part of it. It's, yeah. I think it's just part of it. And so, like, I'm kind of like, I kind of want to, you know, because like, I only have a certain amount of vacation days, too. So it's kind of like some tough conversations I have to have with them being like, hey, I want to kind of prioritize my own trips. Um, yeah, so... But I, but I've also said last year that I wanted to say yes to a lot more trips. And I think I definitely did that because... We went to, um, me and my mom and my whole family and Emily, we went on that cruise, you know, for the 14-day cruise. We did that. Um, and we also, I think, went on one other small trip also. I'm trying to remember where it was at. But that was pretty much the big one. But I, I honestly, for me, that's a lot of traveling, you know. I'm like, I'm cool with that. Uh, just one trip. I mean, it was like, uh, it, was a, it was a long trip. It felt like, you know, it was a whole eight days or whatever. So on a, on a boat and it was the whole family. So, and it was super fun. Um, yeah, but yeah, definitely. Um, and I didn't even, I don't even think I made any predictions of where I was going to travel. So, um, yeah. And I mentioned that, oh, I mentioned though, that I wanted to take a trip to a place that I wanted to live and that I was like going to be planning on moving out and visiting cities I want to live in. And I think I was a little, I was a little too optimistic about the situation I would be in because I realized the kind of goose egg you got to have before you start thinking like that. Um, that, yeah. that's that's the insane part is like listening back to our old selves it's crazy how especially in your 20s you can listen to yourself a year ago and you could just see man like you almost feel like you've like grown so much i don't know if that's how it is when you're in like your 50s or something when you're a lot older but definitely in your 20s i feel like that's something that i feel like is super true like i can look back every year like even you know when i was 20 or just 19 18 that wasn't that even that long ago but every year i'm like wow how, how was i thinking that way not not like saying that the thinking was wrong just like oh like i just feel like i've grown more yeah i don't know if you felt that way from this podcast it's actually interesting because because um i i actually kind of already kind of saw this trend in my own like journals and in my own like you know notion and everything is that tim a year ago was kind of fucking like on his shit. And that, that's what I think is that like, I almost feel like I have, well, I, I think not like reverted, but regressed. definitely not regressed, regressed necessarily, but definitely Tim a year ago was like not hanging out with that many people, you know, not really as social as it was right now. And like super like focused and like going to the gym every, every before work every morning, like, I made like this whole like 2021 like huge spreadsheet about like the whole year and like um and I felt like I was really like you know researching a lot more things like in my career and everything and kind of like I feel like um getting all those sales you know like so I feel like um I feel like in that period last year I was a little bit more on my shit I would say because right now I feel like but also I kind of wanted to be more social I mentioned that in this and so I think I just kind of balance that out, you know, and it kind of takes away from those categories um, a little bit. Uh, so I think that's the reasoning behind it. But I definitely kind of have a different experience where when I was like, because now I'm like, fuck, I'm listening to that. I'm like, shit, I probably should be looking at places I want to live. I probably should be traveling to those places, you know, like 
a Tim a year ago was like, let's do that shit, you know? And so now I got to be like, so it's kind of reminding me of that super productive Tim. Like that Tim was productive, bro. That Tim was like, yeah, right now I'm a lot more um, less productive, I'd say. And a lot more, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I also got into chess recently and that's been eating my time for the past like three months, bro. Like, but it, honestly, it has its benefits too for regarding chess. It's kind of a whole other tangent, but yeah. So that was the, that was the, where we wanted to visit. Um, and then, yeah. Okay. And then this, this next one was very interesting. Cause I think that we both kind of handled this very well, at least last year from April to the end of the year, um, which was, what would you like to have next year that you lacked this year? Um, and then we both said that we lacked hanging out with groups of people, which we actually immediately took action towards. I don't know if it was a direct result of this podcast when we recorded it last year, but we started doing those weekly hangouts, you know, um, which I thought was awesome. And we were doing it. We were, we were really in a groove. And so for like, you know, from last a year ago, I'd say probably for a solid six, seven months, we were hanging out every single week with a group of people. Right now, we kind of lost that groove a little bit. We kind of all got busy again, but you know, summer's coming up and everything. So I definitely feel like we're going to, you know, get back in that groove again. But uh, yeah, we kind of, I think we kind of succeeded with that one. You know, I was yeah. like, I was kind of like, okay, we did good. But I mean, we need to get back on it. But yeah. And, and one thing I said last year was I've named a lot of like products, which is <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. You said the Lark water bottle. The Lark water, which I do have. Fuck you. Fuck oh, Noah. It was down. Yeah. I have the Lark water bottle. Um, Fuck Noah. I have. Huh? Oh, Ryan's Fuck one. Ryan. Ryan's one. Yeah. Everyone Ghost taking my damn ideas. Everyone, it's because you spat them out now, bro. Now I'm keeping it in my head. I'm not telling you. You're the blabbermouth, bro. I tell you about something you need. I freaking am going to get it for you. And then you blabber. That's true. I had like my gifts planned out for you for years and they got taken. It's, it's, it's a, uh, what, what's it like secret Santa or something like that? Um, yeah, it's fucked up. But yeah, I got the Lark water bottle. The EP is out. That yeah, did happen. I, um, I, yeah, that was cool. I was able to do that, and I did get, I did buy the panda dunks for Sophia. That was something that did happen. Okay, I didn't know if that happened. That's cool. Yeah, that happened. I was able to buy. I remember it. you said, "I want to see my girl in panda dunks." That's what you said. And I, and now you see your girl in panda dunks. Yeah, she's not wearing them today, but yeah, she does have them. But I didn't get the M1 MacBook. Actually, now I've kind of updated that where I would love the M2 Mac Mini. Be super freaking sick, dude. That one, oh my gosh, I should have sent you the deal, bro. It was on sale on Amazon for 500 bucks. Well, I couldn't have bought it anyway, but I, I wish. Can you believe that though? For oh, that price, oh, yeah. I almost bought it, but it was sold out when I got to it. But it was like, um, man, I okay, man. I'll, I'll let you know if I see anything good because that's insane. I think that's my dream tech product right now. And how is only 500 bucks? It's really M2. crazy, yeah. Although, I'd probably, I might, I would probably upgrade the specs from like the base model, yeah, a little bit, but. I love it. Isn't it crazy that that is as powerful as the um, the cheese board? The cheese grater, the Mac cheese Pro. Cheese grater. I just love it, and I like the idea. Now that I do everything on Notion, I didn't expect that that would happen. Um, but law school, it's just so much more productive. If I have a desktop setup at home, it's all on Notion anyway, so I can pick up my work here, and I don't have to move this laptop every morning, every night. Mm. Move it like love to just have that. And then bring that with me when I move out, like just have an integrated desktop setup. But don't you, it's kind of funny that you're saying that because you've got a huge gaming PC right there. But this, this guy, like, I like my Mac. I like, (laughs) I like my Mac. It's also, I will say the, it's a lot quicker. Like this thing takes like a while to set up and it doesn't have Wi-Fi, So I have to drag this ethernet cable all the way into the router. Every time I want to do anything. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. How does it not have Wi-Fi? Because I didn't realize that the motherboard I bought didn't come with Wi-Fi. It just came with Ethernet, which I don't really mind because I was going to use Ethernet anyway. But I was just like, well, that kind of sucks. So Yeah, that sucks. And I don't, I, I don't want to change out the motherboard. So, you know. So yeah. right now, if you, don't, if you don't take 10 minutes to set that thing up, it's just a sitting pile of junk pretty much. Basically. <laughs> and, it, and it's kind of weird. It's like for such a fast computer... It, it has its slow moments. Like it's not exactly the most like smooth thing. It's great for gaming. When it's gaming, it's like, you know, it's great. But like, I would say productivity wise, it has a lot of hiccups and I don't know yeah. why. So I really like the Mac better and having a just, that Mac mini is gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, 
It's so, a great product. It, so I, yeah, I would love to have a for Mac a Mini. temporary setup. I wonder why don't you have like so? Like, is the reason why you don't like um, setting? Oh, this is such a big tangent. I don't know if we want to get into it. really quick. If you <laughs> is the reason why you don't like um, taking it out of your backpack and putting it here is because it takes so long to set up. Like, how long is that setup process from out of your backpack to using it on this computer? On this, on this probably time. like two minutes like what i just did i literally yeah. did it right now it's like probably like two minutes that's, that's still too long it's it's still too long like and i feel like it's it's not just that it's like the just a practic like the practicality of like just having using a laptop for what a laptop's used for it's mobility so mm-hmm. i can keep it in my backpack and just not touch it and then when i'm at school or when i'm out in the library i'm using my macbook as i should be but when i'm home I shouldn't be using my MacBook. I should be using a Mac. It would also be better for recording music. I can mm. keep everything. I don't need all these wires. It's all plugged in my locally dot, right yeah, there. My thought process is actually, personally, from the description you gave me, I think that your money would be well better spent on a docking station and an M2 MacBook. Because I think that the Mac Mini, that thing, I think that's like a great thing. I want it. I don't, I'm not even a fan. Yeah. Just because it's such a great product and a great value. But... When you get that M2 MacBook, it's gonna be it's gonna be better than the Mac Mini or the same, right? It's gonna be the same as the Mac Mini. And what you need, what it sounds like to me, isn't a, you know, you don't you don't actually need that zero second setup where you just turn it on and the Mac Mini's on. It you need that like five second setup because for me, what I have is I have a docking station, so all of those cables and everything go to one unit. And your MacBook has the same capability. It has one Type C cable. And all I do is I take my laptop out of my bag, I put it down on my thing, plug in one cable, and it's good to go. Yeah. That is the setup you need. Because then you have it's the same thing, it's the same benefit, but you could spend that money on getting a better laptop, you know? Like That's true. Yeah. You need I a know, docking I, station. I feel like I, I wouldn't mind the only thing is the Mac Mini is a lot more affordable for me. Yeah, so the, I could, yeah, that so is I can true. make I can make my dream Mac like because I already have the monitor. So I can make my dream Mac in like around a thousand dollars like and that's upgrading like everything i want to upgrade whereas with a mac book the base model is already like 1200 and then if i want it to be where i want it to be it's like 15 1600 right so i'm like you know what i'm saying and i and i do like my laptop i feel like it's it's not bad right it's not it's still gonna work for like many should be able to work for like practical stuff for years to come but what i want is like the only things where i push it is when i use it for final cut for logic for obviously recording stuff and i think having a mac mini dedicated to all those things it'd be like you know it just yeah. make it easier to i guess the mac mini is very cheap compared to that i didn't realize how much it, the m2 the, one is oh it's it's just annoying man cuz i think it's because it you it has that beautiful display and all these great features about it but it's like i don't really need all that because i already have a monitor i already have like a setup so i just need something to plug it on i just have to read into the ports and everything like that because i think that's the only thing is like i have to read into the ports because i think it's it's like different it's so got an hdmi it's got an audio jack it's got i don't know if it has hdmi I it has it hdmi oh it does 100 okay. that was one of my biggest thing that i saw is because it added all the ports yeah and it's got the magsafe thing where it's yeah. like the magnetic connector yeah. and no then, but I, I i love it it's yeah. like Everyone I think I think it. that might be what I try to save up for this summer. That's like, like everyone loves that. That's like that, a unanimously tech loved product. I know, and that community. and it's rare that Apple makes a product oh, that's yeah. so universally loved. So it's almost like you want to buy it before they like f it up. <laughs> so well, what I think is that it's a great product too, and I think that you know you waiting for it to go down in price isn't a bad idea too, because who knows? And when you're going to buy that Mac Mini, look at the price of an M2. You know, especially if you see some on like third party sites. Yeah. Especially when they come out with the next one, they do drop in price. But yeah, and that's the thing is an M2 would be like what I do right now is I would say more <laughs> like CPU heavy than like GPU mm. heavy, which is like great for like you know what what where Macs are right now. Mm. Like so, yeah. Hopefully, I could get it if maybe the summer. I don't know, but I also don't mind if I don't get it because it's like it's it's more of like a. It's just better for like from a practical standpoint. I'd I'd love to bring that to like my new apartment or my new yeah. like, 
you know. I don't remember where we talked about it exactly in my notes, but I just want to bring up something that's directly related to this, which was when we were talking about the tech of the next year. And I predicted oh, yeah. that it was going to be Apple's big glasses release of their AR glasses. That was all the talk of a year from ago that I completely forgot about. Like, wait, listen to that. That super surprised me. Um, and I thought that AR and VR was going to be here and now and ready, which it's not. It's, and it seems like it's just as far as ever. Like, it's weird. Like, a year ago, it felt like it was just about to come out. And then now it's like it, the talk has kind of gone from that because the talk got trumped by, the, like, literally the best technology ever that we had no idea was about to hit us in the face last year, which was AI, bro. Like, so that's, like, so funny looking back on that. And I'm like, you didn't know shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like that was one of the ones where I was like, you didn't know what was about to hit you because, yeah, that just happened at the tail end of last year. And... It's crazy. I use it every single day at work. I literally have it open every single day at work. I literally talk to it during work. I have it summarize things for me. I have it restructure my emails. I have it I have it create a whole new social media campaign. I have it, you know, I use it every single day and I use it at school, you know, if I and Notion has it baked in, but I went past the free one. I'm not paying for that shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Um and it's totally changed my workflow. I don't know if it's changed your workflow at all, but it's uh, for me, it's completely changed my workflow. And it's like it's probably like the single most tool I've ever started using like so frequently. It's like the tool I use the most frequently, I'd say. Yeah, it hasn't really changed anything for me, um, but I could totally see it. Like if I was in your shoes, I could totally see how that's a game changer. Yeah, because I'm already like pulling like so many different, my arms are getting pulled in different directions at work. It literally made me like, Literally, I was pretty much just like recycling old social media shit because I had no time for social media for Digicom at all. Um, And the AI literally made it so now I look like a social media god because I literally can just be like my basic ass social media post. I could literally just put it in there and be like, make this a dope ass social media post. I don't say it like that, obviously, but you know, I, I could. And then I give it to it and it's just like, boom, here's a great social media post. And it's crazy because... At the beginning of last year, I started using the ChatGPT3, right, which is the one that kind of got the buzz all going, and I had social media posts I made shortly after that one was released. Now I have ChatGPT4, so when I run the ChatGPT3 social media post in it, into 4, it knows where it fucked up, and it makes it even better. So it's like almost like my social media posts are progressing with the AI, which I don't know how it's going to get better than 4, because... Now it's like, it's got the emojis, bro. It's got like the formatting. It's got like, yeah. And then yesterday, this was yesterday and I kind of fucked up about this. It wasn't like, it didn't actually work, but I had it take a social media post, turn it into an email campaign and write the HTML code for the email campaign. And it did it perfectly. The only thing is, is that I didn't know how to insert images into HTML. And so... I just have to figure out how to do that. But it literally like in like in this in this email campaign thing is so fucking I hate it so much because the website is broken. So when you're trying to make an email campaign, it'll just crash, freeze and like you'll lose like the last like 5 minutes of progress. And it's just like the most frustrating thing, terrible. It's called Mailjet, but it's the cheapest one. Um I fucking recommended it to the company too. I'm so dumb, but every time I need to make an email campaign, it takes like twice as long as it should because but then when you do the HTML, it's like, boom, instantly. And so it literally, something that would take me an hour to make, literally would take me an hour to make that on MailJet. The, 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 um, the AI bot made it on HTML in literally 30 seconds, like just how I would have made it, like perfect. It had like the blue background, like the big font, like the text, like the bold, like the formatting. Uh, it literally, it blew my mind. And I, I never, that was the first time I did coding with it was literally yesterday. And then if I said like, I said like, oh, I want it to be good on mobile devices, make it so that way the spacing will work on mobile devices. Boom. Spat it out. No problem, bro. I don't know how to code. No problem. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to code. (laughs) I literally like just copied it and put it in and it was just like, I got you fam. You know? We got to give our ups to ChatGPT. We got to dab them up for that. Yeah, they're they're changing the workspace. Yeah, yeah, that was um, <laughs> yeah that 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 slapped us in the face that tech and the AR stuff is pretty much now like kind of getting old. Like people are stop stopping caring. I mean, why why would you care about that when you got something like ChatGPT that came out? You know, like come on. Um, 
And then we talked, started talking about what was your biggest failure slash achievement. Um, and I put my biggest achievement was closing Carson. And I said that I would hope I could double Carson. And I did. I doubled Carson with a single project, literally almost exactly doubled Carson. Um, and so, and I did that actually last year. So I, um, I did that just a few months after saying I hoped I would. And now I'm about to get another one just as big as that one, hopefully. Um, so yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, and then I put my biggest failure was Plant Club. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that kind of was, yeah. Absolutely was. And then I said that I hope someone will take it over. I don't know if I updated you about this, but someone just a few weeks ago reached out to me on Discord and they're a biology major and they said they wanted to take over Plant Club. And so I talked to them about it. Uh, they were like, do you want to be like, uh, how involved do you want to be, whatever? And I was like, I don't want to be involved at all. I'm like, you know, whatever. And they're putting me as a founding member of Plant Club and they're using my constitution. They're using my Discord. They're using all the foundation I laid. And they're like a biology major, like the perfect person I'd want to take it over. And they're actually going to take it over. So That's amazing. Yeah. So it's... Uh, so it wasn't all for nothing. So there was growth. There was there is growth. Going I didn't on do shit. From, but someone, I, I literally predicted it. I was like, I hope someone reaches out to me to take it over, and someone did, and so it was great. Um, yeah. They wow. haven't they haven't fully implemented it yet. They're doing trying to uh, their goals for next year. So, um, yeah. But uh, it was just nice, and I hope that I could eventually go to one of the meetings and be like, I had some part in this. You know, at least I laid the foundation. So last year your failure was Plant Cub. Do you have a failure this oh, year? Oh. Um, Oh shit! I'm not sure. I you start talking. This, this guy's winning. This guy's the DJ Khaled album suffering from success, it. dude. Tim's like, oh, oh failure. <laughs> what is that? Oh <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even think to answer that question. <laughs> I didn't answer any of these. I'm answering these on the fly, like last year. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, and then you also mentioned in this thing, uh, cooking, and that we were gonna cook together. And I'm like, what the fuck ever happened to that? We need to cook together. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I still want to do that. That never happened. Yeah. I need I need like a Remy on my hair to like control me so I can cook no, alongside you, you. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll, you don't need a Remy. You're fine. Thank you, man. Um, biggest failure last year. I said not releasing my EP. EP's out now. Um, this year I'd say probably like academics. I feel like I didn't. I'm not doing as good as I like thought I would. But that's that's also I think that'll be addressed in like later questions. But my biggest success though, I'd say last year I said it was dating Sophia. I think this year I'd say just finding finding my purpose and um my faith too. I think like my mm. faith is in a dramatically different place than it was last year. So and also growing more in my relationship with her. So I think that's been that's been good. So I think that's like a my biggest success. But yeah. I yeah. Know. I would say my biggest failure I thought of it this year would be the gym. I didn't get into oh. the gym. I, sh I stopped going to the gym. That's probably my biggest failure, I'd say. That and also reading. Because I know that I mentioned that I was reading like a book every like three, four months. Now it's not even that, brother. I, that's why I'm telling you, bro. This Tim was productive as fuck. That's why I'm like, this <laughs> Tim a year ago was like reading all the time, like was on top of all this shit, like all this like notion shit and everything. School was a breeze. Like it was just like, I was just coasting, you know what I mean? And it was, uh, but I definitely got, I think the summer made me a lot lazier because this summer I pretty much was like, fuck all that. I'm just gonna have a shit ton of fun, you know? And then, which is like, yeah, good too. You I know think I honestly was the right it's, decision. It's, it's good. Like you don't want to burn yourself out when like you're young and you have the, the means to enjoy life. Yeah. You know, you, you have the rest of your life to like stress out about. Yeah, I'm not mad about the, the decision at all. I'm not mad about the decision. But looking back on that, Tim, it's not like, oh, I grew so much this year. You know, it's almost like, fuck, that Tim kind of had his shit. Yeah, me. I definitely feel yeah. like I guess maybe we had different experiences because I look back on my old self and I, I don't, I'm not like don't I don't like look down on him or anything, but I'm just like, oh, like it's cool to see the growth. You yeah, know, like he was in a great place last year. I'd say I'm in a better place now. But anyway, uh, the next question was. How has your fashion changed? Mm -hmm. um, I think l last year I said I was wearing a lot of streetwear, and I predicted that we both predicted that I'd be wearing business casual in law school. Yeah, which that was false, right? Super wrong. Yeah, I wear like a ton of sweats to law school. This is basically what I wear. I like, I'm already stressing out. I just, you know, no need to do it like while wearing, you know, tight clothes. And, and do everything. your peers have the same vibe? 
yeah some of them i think it depends some of them are really fashionable i'm like especially the the girls i'm like especially when we have early classes i'm just so surprised how they have time to do all their makeup all their hair change their earrings wear all these you know I th- that's I, I am part of i think among the guys especially a lot of us are just like we just whatever we just show up you know yeah we're already just showing up um yeah. Uh, but yeah, I say this year, not business casual. It's gotten a lot lazier. I feel like I, it's also because I can't buy new clothes. So that's, that's one thing I was doing last year was I was buying a lot of new clothes. And when you buy new clothes, you want to wear it and you love experimenting and doing these things. And, um, this year I haven't bought like any new clothes, like at all. I don't think I have a single, maybe besides gifts I got Christmas. So no new clothes. So I think it's changed how I dress i'm just kind of like especially because in law school i didn't re- i realize now it's like you just have to show up you know you're not you're not trying to like impress anyone so yeah yeah i i only wear i do wear streetwear though and i only coordinate a fit i wrote i wrote i only coordinate fit these days when i have something significant going on that day so if we have like a boys hangout then i'll try to wear something or if we have if we're going out to watch a movie then i'm gonna we're going to the mall but yeah not gonna do that just yeah. for last year i would do that like every day every day i'd have like a new fit even if i wasn't doing too much that day so yeah yeah not there anymore yeah well i definitely think this category i think i stepped it up from last year i don't think you see this at all because i come over here and i'm always like super casually dressed you know but you kind of saw it at lucille's i was kind of yeah. bringing it out i think you're doing better i'm doing sure. better for you because sure. a year ago i remember you were like Oh yeah, Tim, he doesn't have any fashion. Like that I remember you saying that to me and I was like, he's right. I remember thinking that and I was like, he's right. I need cuz I was cuz the thing is is I wasn't spending any money on clothes. I literally was like Mr. budget like not, don't spend any money money on clothes, but this past year I revisited spending money on clothes, which I think is really a, is actually a good thing and I think that um I was kind of being kind of crazy. I wasn't spending any money on clothes and um, even though I normally at work where like I bought a lot more work shirts. So even though it's uh, still business casual, mainly a lot and more shoes, I have more options. I don't wear the same pants every day. I, I, I have like, you know, I kind of switch it up. Um, I have different shir- shirts I wear. I do normally just go from work to school. And so it's like, I really don't change my outfit. And so I, people mainly see me in that business casual probably, most of the time, um, that's what I, that's what I'm presenting still, which I predicted that would still be the same. Because how can you really change? I'm not going to change into a t-shirt. Like I'm not. I, I just don't feel like I want to do that. You know, I like I like yeah. the business casual look yeah. sometimes, um, and I'm proud that I'm working and going to school. So I'm not even uh, like necessarily a bad thing. And then, um, but then I also got a lot more clothes. I feel like I bought like a lot of Teddy Fresh this year, which that's like a really nice brand. I got the towel shirt. That towel shirt's pretty nice. I got like a whole bunch of new clothing. My golf clothing I stepped up too. So like at the golf course, if you saw me on the golf course, you'd be like, damn, Tim's fashionable, man. Cause I got those golf shirts. I got those golf pants. I got those golf shoes. The golf game stepped up. Um, not the actual game, but the, the clothing, uh, which is more important. Right. Uh, and then I got, yeah, I got a lot more shoes. I still kept it really budget though. Like I, I'm pretty, uh, I wait for the deals and I get it like Adidas, bro. I should have told you about this deal too, but Adidas had 40% off. And then they had a gift card where if you spent twenty dollars in gift cards, you get fifteen dollars free. So I literally spent like three hundred dollars at Adidas, and I got like six hundred, seven hundred dollars of clothing. That's it was like crazy. Cra- it was like that's yeah, crazy. golf. Probably half of that was golf, half of that but was. That's that's good though, because Adidas, I think they make good golf wear, right? Yeah, so. I got all my t-shirts for like twelve bucks from them. Super nice, high quality t-shirts. I got shoes for twenty bucks. I got a hat for ten bucks. I got like pants for like. 20 bucks it was like everything was like dirt cheap i couldn't yeah. stop spending money at adidas and yeah. so um we had to go through the whole process of buying the gift cards and i kind of had to finesse that to buy more gift cards because i wanted i went over the max um but yeah it was pretty much like 70 percent off like 60 70 percent off that's, of adidas. that's it was great like, it was like literally crazy um but yeah so i think the clothing i stepped it up i don't know if megan nathan's approved approval quite yet i think but- i think you did no I, I think from what i've seen absolutely i think it's nine day yeah, not when yeah. I'm coming over here to record the podcast, yeah. but when I'm when I go out, I I got I at least have options. Yeah, I'm glad we don't have video on our podcast because we, <laughs> we are just so like yeah we we don't we look like shit every time. Yeah. Um. The next question is, what kept you sane? 
Yeah. And so then I said that my hobbies kept me sane, which actually was kind of like interesting answer when I, when I heard it, because I was like, yeah, I feel like back then I was a lot more into my hobbies. I would say because I wasn't spending as much time with people. So I was, it was definitely keeping me sane. I definitely would not say I still, which also I was like kind of wondering, I remember in the podcast, like, oh, am I still going to have these hobbies? Am I still going to be gardening? Am I still going to be into the fish tanks? Am I still going to be golfing? Golfing's the only one where the intensity has stayed the same. Fish tanks and gardening, I guess I did take on like my biggest gardening project last year ever, which was Kaprowski Kush, and it was great, and I'm still sipping on that wine, um, but uh, which is now, it's pretty much shake, it's shit, but it was a, it was a big project, and it was fun, um, so I guess that was, that happened in the past year, um, but yeah, I definitely feel like those two hobbies I've like maintained, you know what I mean? Where I didn't really do that much with them. Cause it's like, what do you do? You know? So it's kind of just like, but I'm not spending as much time researching it. It's not on my YouTube feed. You know, it's not like how it was. And then, um, now golf intensity stayed the same chess. I got into now, which I love because when I feel like I'm a fat ass, just watching TV, um, it it's now my default isn't just watching TV. It's actually playing chess and watching TV, which I think is a lot better than just watching TV. It definitely makes me feel like my brain's working a lot more. So that's kind of nice. Um, and, uh, and then I also predicted that I'd be doing a lot more social stuff. And I was, I said that that would keep me sane. And I think that a hundred percent was true. And I think that I literally have just been saying yes to like every single social thing, trying to reach out to people a lot more, trying to, you know, you know, golf. I've definitely made it a lot more social, hang out with a lot more people and stuff. And so, um, yeah, so I kind of got that spot on. So past him, good job. Nailed it, man. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's pretty similar to me. Um, it's a little different. I think it's different how it's applied this year for me, but last year it's a lot of the same stuff. So last year I said my first answer was Jesus. And then second, <laughs> and then you were like, well, that's always the answer. So then secondarily, I said probably Soph and my family. I'd say this year, I'd say it's still actually primarily Jesus, but it's a lot more involved now. Like I'm a lot more involved at church. Listen, I listen to a lot of sermons every week at this point. You only um, listen to Christian music for 40 Christian, days. I listen to Christian music only for 40 days. Well, actually, according to Soph, it doesn't include, NF is not Christian music. <laughs> but um, honorable mentions, I'd say for this year as Sophia... And also my therapist. Um, that would be a soundbite if we had a soundbite board. Of what? Honorable mentions of this year is Sophia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. So she's like, yeah. Well, it's know. because last year she was also the second one under God. So I'd say under yeah, God. Yeah, you, you guys get that. But it just I'd sounds say, funny. Yeah. But Sophia yeah. and my therapist and my aunt. And I'd say my mentors, too. I'm really appreciative of them. So I'd say that's what kept me sane this year. Um, I need a lot more than last year with now I'm in law school. Yeah. I don't know if I updated you on this, but I kind of have a mentor now too. And so I don't know if I told you about that, but, um, I like, you know, talked to my mom about it and she had like a coworker that's like a sales manager at film track and he agreed to meet with me and now we're meeting like monthly and like, he's giving me advice on like how to approach like entering my career and everything. And so, um, yeah, so I kind of like, and I definitely was inspired by you, like always talking about your mentors. I was like, shit, I need to get my shit together. I need to get a mentor. You know, you're you're always like, I'm always like talking to you about law school, and you're like, oh yeah, I got like 30 lawyers' advice, so I actually know like from 30 people in the field, like X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, fuck, dude, I gotta get my shit together. Like, you got your mentors down, and so yeah, so I I now I have one. I know you have like five lawyer <laughs> mentors or whatever, and a and a pastor mentor, and a you got mentors pulling out your ass, bro. You could just you could just bend over and a mentor pops out, you know. Um, but yeah. Uh, I at least got someone. Shout out Mike. And his name's Mike too. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. We just saw a lot of Mikes in here. I wish Mike could be my mentor, but Mike honestly doesn't even ever want to talk to me about anything. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk to me about anything. So yeah, I wish I wish I could, you know, talk to Mike's Mike. Mike's an interesting man. Yeah, I, um, I barely talk to that guy. So the, uh, the next question was, what did you spend the most money on? Yeah, yeah. This, this year, <laughs> a year ago, a year ago, I was the budget golfer. A year ago, I was like, I literally spent like $20 on my clubs. I was going to like Birch Hills, hella cheap, just started golfing. Tim fucked up in the past year, okay? Because literally all my money literally went into fucking golf, bro. And so I spent so much fucking money on golf. It's absolutely ridiculous. Looking back on my finances, I'm like, shit. And it was food. I literally was like, oh, fuck, it's going to be, it's food. Like food is honestly like, fuck food, bro. Fuck food. There's no way to get around it. I even tried to do like the meal prep meal kits, like meal deal flop, flip flop. It's still a lot. 
no matter what you do. And especially when you're going to school and working, it's like, how do you fucking cook every meal? You can't cook every meal. And so I'm, I get fucked up and I get like, I have to, you know, get fast food sometimes, at least like a few meals a week, you know, that's tough. Food's been rough. Food is, food is, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, that, so that one, I kind of don't even really like count because I feel like the one I could control is golf and golf. So golf. Yeah. So there's something in my brain when it comes to golf where I'm just like, suddenly my budget is a little bit wider. You know, it just gets a little bit wider. You know, it's probably with you and shoes. Now you understand the shoes. Now yeah. you understand. Like golf for some reason, I'm like, oh man, this thing's only 50 bucks. Like I got to get it. You know what I mean? It's like, there's some like, there's always that thing. Every person spent, has that thing. I spent $600 on my simulator outside in the backyard. I spent $150 on a new driver. I spent, or it was probably, it was actually only a like hundred bucks for the driver. I probably spent a thousand dollars in rounds of golf. Uh, actually probably more like $2,000 in rounds of golf. So that's like, yeah, that one, that, that the golf is uh it's an expensive hobby and i'm addicted still so fuck me <laughs> yeah uh you know me and you were a little bit different i said last year and this year the same answers it was i said last year my number one spending was on sophia and this year is actually still sophia uh actually even i'd say even a greater percentage because everything i make i just put it into our relationship now the only thing i bought for myself in this past year was um the shoes mm. and everything else I've made, I just spent on her. Aww. Even though but it's I'm, pennies. Nathan's <laughs> like, oh, I made five bucks and I took Sophia to get McDonald's. Anything off the $1 menu. You love me, babe? That's Nathan. I feel like I like, it's it's I like, it's I not her fault though. Like she's not like asking me to get her anything. It's all like, I just, I want to, you know? It's like, if I have it, I just feel bad because she, she already spends so much on me. Like she's my sugar sugar mommy right yeah, now you, you got know? the sugar mama situation. so she's always buying things for me because when we go out she's the only one who's working so when i do have like money um i just try to pay it back pay it forward um because i feel i feel bad you know yeah and i also want to because i'm like okay you're doing like i want it's like been, it takes so last year we i want so many more dates and this year it's like a date for us is like especially with school and financially it's like once every blue moon. So yeah. anytime I'm able to even spend on her is a special thing for me. So yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. One one thing that I mentioned on here too is that I predicted that I would get a new TV. And this is something I'm really proud of myself at. This is, some, this is a growth moment that I realized from this. And I don't know, maybe it just got translated to golf. But a year ago, I was like, I need all my tech to be the best fucking tech. And I'm going to do anything I can to make everything in my life as optimal as possible. And this year is all about appreciation. This year is about mm. contentment. That's actually which really big growth. Actually. I actually, I somewhat achieved because I used to be looking at like the newest tech all the time. I still am, but I, I but I, there was a, I need that. You know what I mean? Like a very addictive, I need that. I need to do something, but I would be very budgeted about it, you know, but I would make it happen. You know, I'd find that deal and make it happen. Um, which I guess I, <laughs> now Tim's starting, actually, to, Tim's starting to realize there's well, a few I'm purchases put, I made i'm putting this in the, the golf year. category but i did spend 400 bucks on the garmin r10 and that's a tech device but it's completely golf related so i'm trying to think if that counts as that category so I, I i think it does in my opinion but uh, i feel I like take it back <laughs> it's more been it's it, it, it you haven't changed it's more like it got redirected <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it was. But and and when no, but I you're saw a tech that, guy at heart, man. You're I am a tech guy. And we'll at get heart. to that in the flash questions. I remember I had a question for Tim related to this, so I'm excited to hear his answer. And when yeah. we get to the flash questions, but um, the next question was, what celebrity slash public figure did you admire the most? I thought that was a really interesting one out left field when I was listening to the <laughs> podcast. But what, did you have anything for that? Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting one. Um, I said that it was uh, Ethan Klein of the H3 podcast, just because that's probably the celebrity I listen to the most, which it's still the case. That's still my go-to podcast. You know, that's like the freaking ESPN yeah. for you. We've said that before. It's like, that's like my thing. That's like the thing I listen to, which he, I realize, has a super bad rep now. I feel like people hate him. I, you know? I've heard that. 
yeah I, i'm not even in the internet really but i hear yeah that he's kind of done some i don't know what it is but he's done he said some weird questionable things well he has a comedy podcast and he literally always like pushes the edge and so he said oh. it, i could tell you exactly what it was it's very short he said that <laughs> he said that he he says like these he goes over the edge with his, his jokes and then they get cut up and taken out of context and then people hate him and so but in context he has a really good crew he put around him that call him out on his shit immediately after he does it and he comes around and he says fuck i fucked up and so but he he just like he goes crazy he kind of like just tries to make the, the any joke he can and he sees where it falls you know sometimes and so he said that he said that in the Holocaust, he hopes that Ben Shapiro got burned alive first. That's what he said. He's a Jew. So he, he is Jewish. So that is There's like really messed there. up. It's very yeah. messed up. His The crew immediately said, what the fuck, Ethan? Literally said that. And he literally talked about it. For, they like talked about it for 10 yeah. minutes, how fucked up it and was. And Ben Shapiro's like a Jew Jew. Like he's not yeah. just like Jewish. He's like wearing the hat and everything. Yeah, like exactly. He's a practicing and Jew. So he so. said that. But if you really, if you saw the context of that, it's like he's trying to make jokes. You know what I mean? Around that situation. Yeah. And then. And then he immediately realizes he fucked up, but people don't care, right? And then <laughs> yeah, that is pretty bad. Another thing he said is that he said that um, he said that the people. This is this is out of context, hundred percent, but it did not get played out of context. He said that um, people should bomb the NRA. <laughs> that was that that was. But then it was. Um, that's a hard one to explain. That, but, yeah, inciting violence. Uh, he did a little bit hard. inside violence there, but it, he's always very remorseful and that's part of his personality is that he's kind of like he goes just, over he, the edge. i think there's no filter huh I there's feel no like. filter well he's actually so self-aware that the podcast bought a button it's that costs literally like thirty thousand dollars that's used for like the nfl like for like the super bowl and basically what it is is when you hit the button it retracts 20 seconds because he does everything live that's his biggest problem and so that's his problem too he does everything live and so he now has his entire podcast go through this like studio setup where he could press a button and erase things. And he's already had to use it like once an episode, <laughs> but how that's pretty funny that he's that self-aware to yeah. put that out. Like, I'm glad, I'm glad he, I'm glad he at least has that so that it's not, yeah. you know, we're not and he also that said that out. he also said that like the gym was a waste of time, but he was saying that in a moment of uh, like, cause he was going to the gym and hating it and he still is going to the gym. So it wasn't like, yeah, people hate him. I don't know why I'm going I on think, about that so yeah. much. Well, because but. he was last year someone that you admired. I still admire him. I think he's yeah, a yeah. great guy. I think that he's hilarious, and I love the podcast. Would and you say he's at the top right now this year? If you'd I just questions. don't know any other celebrity that I really care about at all. Or public know? figure. Or public figure, yeah. yeah, that I really care about at yeah. all. I mean, I would say probably besides him, I would say, you know, Lord, Joe Biden. Lord how did you know I was going to say that? I literally was about to make a whole joke about how Joe Biden was my Lord and Savior. Fuck you, Nathan. You just took that joke from me. That's so funny that you just predicted that. I just know you, you just read well. my mind. I, I literally, well. I literally just feel like you read my mind. Yeah. Bro. How did I, you? I think I did. Because <laughs> I, man. I know, man. You know what? You know who my favorite public figure is in the past year? Say it. Joe Biden. No, Kanye West. Oh. Hell yeah. All right. I love <laughs> Kanye West. Wait, what's the original quote from that? I love Hitler. That's what he said. <laughs> That's literally what he said. He said it just like that. Yeah, that that was like Kanye. I remember that. That's insane. Yeah, that okay, that anyway. honestly, dude, that's such an entertaining episode of freaking Alex Jones. So that guy's crazy, <laughs> but yeah, that was um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, I don't really have that many public figures or like you know when people ask like about like celebrity crush, like even we ask people that you know, as people say like, oh, who's yours? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I just uh, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know. You, you never. I remember that one. Like sometimes we have guests on, and they'd, they'd ask you. They'd be like, "Tim, what's yours?" And you'd be like, uh, "You're like, you're like, actually, like, it's like, it's like, you're like, I don't, I don't know. I'm I don't really, really have like, this celebrity really that I zone in one. on. Yeah, I don't really have like anyone that I zone in on. You know, where it's yeah. just more like, I don't know. But yeah, what about you? Uh, last year, I said LeBron James. Um, That's I feel how like interesting. I, when I, I kept, heard that, I was like, Yeah, I kept what? up. I kept up with him a lot. I actually still do keep up with him a lot i watch all the laker highlights every single game i watched every highlight of every game this year wow um they're more interesting than the spurs right now because we were the worst seed in the nba worst team it's yeah. literally insane it's so hard to watch them um this year i would say it would actually be chris brown pastor chris brown from north coast church i he it's basically this church like local celebrity i don't know i mean i he's a celebrity to me 
um I, even though if i met him he probably wouldn't want to be a celebrity but it's more like not celebrity as in like oh my gosh like chris brown like let me kiss his the name is chris feet. brown too his name is chris brown wow um basically sophia went to this church in san diego her whole life before she had to move up here and when she moved up here she introduced me to their sermons and i was like holy crap this church is incredible like i kind of feel bad that she had to like leave it um and i and then it was so good that everyone in my family listens to them now so my mom my aunt my dad we all listen to like the every, live streams every well it's on spotify as like oh. a it gets published as a podcast so actually i literally listened to this guy i listened to him like like he's probably my number one podcast is North coast church is, is his messages. So in a way he is like a public figure that I admire the most. I think because he changed his messages, um, have played such a major role in changing my relationship with Jesus, like dramatically. I think like I was already, of course I was Christian, but it really made me like think of things a lot differently. And I think in a much better way. And I have to credit that to her church and especially Chris Brown, he's a senior pastor. So I really appreciate the impact he's had in my life. So in a way I admire him because it changed my own relationship with Christ. So I think, um, yeah, that's like a, it's very LeBron. Shout so. out to Chris Brown. Pastor we love Chris Brown. Chris Brown on this podcast. <laughs> Chris Brown is a great guy. Pastor Chris Brown is. I like Chris how, Brown, the artist. Yeah. That kind of yeah. sucks that he has that name, though, and he has to always, like, I feel like people will always have to be, like, Pastor Chris Brown. I remember Brown. the first time she told me about him, I was, like, in the whole, like, what? Like, his name's Chris. But then, like, now I hear Chris Brown, I actually think of him first. Wow. Because I listen to him so much. Like, wow. I, don't, I don't even listen to Chris Brown's music. So it's, yeah. like, when I hear Chris Brown, I think of her pastor, Chris Brown. Like, he's yeah. what comes first. And I see his face not... Chris Brown artist. That, that's a better face to see. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I'm sure Rihanna would have agreed too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Then, now we're on to the flash question. Oh, which, there's one more question. What? I think what? What? I it was one? what sports team are you rooting for? That was another question. I totally did not even realize we, Oh yeah, we did talk about that. I, didn't I said that it, it's easy though. Last year was the Spurs. I'd say this year it's the Lakers. I, yeah, yeah. I'm a Spurs fan still. That's still my main team, but I root for the Lakers because there's nothing to root for with the Spurs. They're intentionally losing to draft a number one player. That sucks. So we're like tanking. You know, you know, tanking is yeah, right? yeah. So it's hard to root for a team that's intentionally losing. Yeah, that's so, that's crazy. Like, so what are like the scores of the games after? They- like, like we literally won like 15 games this season. What the heck? Like, so are they actually trying? Are you allowed to just like why don't why don't they just forfeit? um you're not allowed to do that right so you have to pretend <laughs> it's like also you're like good to develop the young players we have right. a super young player like we have like the youngest team in the league so it's like they're just like scrimmaging basically yeah. getting getting experience and we have the the guy who's number one the next year's draft is like a generational talent i know they say that every year but he What's is like name? victor webanyama he's plays in france he's like this in if he's able to stay stay healthy yeah, he's a talent, man. He is like way better than most number one picks. So uh, is he like a big man? Is he like a shooter? Oh, he's a big yeah, man. Big yeah. men are dominating the league now, right? I know. It's like Giannis yeah, yeah. and Luca. But he's like a lengthy big man. He's like more of a Kevin Durant. Like he's tall, but he's super skinny. Right. Yeah, yeah. that well that's that's exciting. Uh, yeah, for me this is actually a very interesting one because last year I was kind of following the Angels, didn't really have a sports team. But in the past year I got actually super into fantasy football. And didn't really follow a sports team. That's a kind of a sports update. And I actually finally, for the first time in like probably four years, I actually was like every single week looking at the games, watching the games. I really was following the Buccaneers. I wanted to see Tom Brady's last season. I watched a lot of his games. I was a huge fan of him. Um, and yeah, even though that they kind of didn't do that well, but it was, uh, you know, I had Fournette on my team. So I was always, and he kind of sucked too. But, you know, it was fun. It was a really fun football season. Probably the most fun football season I've had in like years, five, six years, I'd say. Um, and then for the other sports update is that I kind of, cause it's funny that you say sports team, because right now I probably would say that I'm not following any sports teams, but what I am following is golf a lot. And now I got really into the sports side of golf. And so that's something I'm following. So is there a golfer? It's kind you're... of funny because for me, it's more like a, well, definitely. I think the golfer that I was following the most in the past year was John Rahm. And it was so nice cause he actually won the masters last week and he's pretty cool. And I really like him. 
Um, and so, yeah, so now I'm kind of finding some golfers that I like. Like, I really like Rory. I really like John Rahm. I really like, um, you know, Scheffler is, is cool. You know, some of the big guys. And so, yeah, I'm definitely following golf a lot more in those players. I don't think I've really honed in on one where I'm like, this is my guy. You know, I don't really have a guy yet, I'd say. But um, I'm definitely following golf. And I really like the Masters event. Last year, that happened right around this time, too. That was last week. It is, I think, the greatest sporting event, like, that I've ever watched. Like to, to win. I know that it's golf and it sounds crazy, but let me... It's let, long as hell too, the Masters. Let me explain this to you, Nathan. Let me explain this to you. Imagine a sporting event where there's like very minimal advertisements. It's, it's that long of a format and there's literally no advertisements. Like one advertisement every like couple hours, okay? They're... they're and literally, it just literally cuts like when it's like the boring parts, it just cuts to like, like the scenery and like music and like bird stripping just hearing like the ambience it literally puts you there not only that the the course is the most iconic golf course in the entire world augusta national um it's completely free to watch masters.com completely free and they have an amazing website where you could click on any of the players see all the shots they took like watch the live broadcast watch it on your tv watch it on your computer free there's no cell phones allowed in Augusta, so when the crowd is all really engaged behind them, there's like this is just a vibe there of awesomeness, and it's very slow. But the thing is, is I feel like working in an office has made me really appreciate that a lot more because it's also playing during office hours, and so it is literally the best sport to put on in the corner of your computer while you're working, because especially if you're following a group, you only have to look over every few minutes. It's super easy to tell when to look over, you know. And it's just a vibe, bro. It's just a vibe. And it's really like a vibe for that whole weekend. You can kind of have it on in the background. And that's what golf's all about, man. It's a vibe. I feel like a lot of what you described is how I feel about Formula One. Because mm. it's a long race. Mm. But it's a vibe. It's a vibe. I don't know. I'd rather watch I'd rather watch cars zooming by, though, than the scenery, I will say. Well, the scenery, <laughs> what I mean by the scenery is like the, the action is happening if you're watching the main broadcast like all the time. There'll maybe be like a low point every like 20 minutes. And instead of hearing like you have it in your ear, you know what I mean? You're at work, it's in the corner. You watch any other sporting event and it says Bud Light, drink Bud Light. You know what I mean? It's like, it starts coming out, it's distracting. And that's so all I'm saying is that like yeah. instead of being distracting, the commentators know that they don't need to be talking the entire time. They know when to come in. They know like the, the it's very like chill vibe. It's a very quaint sport i don't know really what quaint means but yes it's very like peaceful peaceful it's very peaceful that's exactly the word i'm looking for quaint i guess um yeah and yeah it's just like uh yeah it's a really good vibe where it's like you're not like getting like blasted by ads every second it's yeah. free it's so easy to look you can catch up on it so easily because you can just go on the app and see how your guy did um so yeah i'm definitely a fa- i'm a huge fan of the masters specifically i'd say too which every golf fan pretty much is so yeah, for good reason.